All right, let's do this again. I'm going to read a little historical fiction this time. That's right, a chapter from one of my books. I'm at it again. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Press Club C Podcast. I'm Ray Keating. In this 127th episode, I'm going to read a chapter from one of the books included in my Kickstarter campaign. That's right. It's another one of these unique episodes. The Kickstarter campaign is seven exclusive novels from Ray Keating, limited release thrillers, mysteries, historical fiction, and a pinch of science fiction. Now, this Kickstarter only runs through November 17th, 2023. So I could really use your support. <laughs> um, and, but since this all makes me feel very awkward, we're going to just forge ahead. It's going to be like me diving into cold waters. We're just going to get to it. So I'm going to read a chapter from Evil Triumphant, an Alliance of St. Michael novel. So here goes. January 30th, 1933. After the weekend's events with Eric, Helen Pomeroy carried herself with a certain lightness on this Monday morning. She hadn't felt this way in quite some time. Ever? No, of course not, Pomeroy thought. Despite the bitter cold temperature, after exiting the subway at Rector Street, she didn't walk straight to 23 Wall Street. Instead, she went to the Horn and Hard Art automat behind Trinity Church. It was a usual and favorite spot. Her nickels in the slots opened the small doors to fried tomatoes and scrambled eggs, and a mug of her favorite coffee poured forth from a dolphin head spout. She sat down at a table, and after taking a few bites of eggs, a familiar voice from behind said, I thought I might find you here. Pomeroy felt her heart jump. She looked up into the smiling face of Pastor Eric Meyer and returned the smile. You following me, sir? Meyer answered, everywhere I can. He leaned down, and they exchanged a quick kiss. Meyer took a seat with his tray of frizzled beef on toast and orange juice. Pomeroy said, well, it's a good thing that I don't mind at all. I'm relieved. After all, we're in for this, in this for the long run, replied Meyer. He took her hand and she squeezed his in return. Over breakfast, the two proceeded to talk about what they enjoyed most about the weekend's events. Meyer finished his, his orange juice and placed the glass down on the marble topped table. I don't think I ever told you, but Pat predicted this quite some time ago. Really? And what exactly did our friend, Father O'Reilly, predict? Asked Pomeroy. Well, when we first met, he basically said that you and I were destined to be together. Pomeroy laughed. And you gave him no indication of how you felt about me early on? I raised his hand in the air as if swearing to the truth and declared, I did not. He added, but he said that you were my type. You have a type? That was my question, and he informed me that I did indeed have a type. She laughed again. Meyer continued, I told him that he had a type as well. Pomeroy raised an eyebrow. Our priest friend has a type? He did when we were at Stanford. Not that he can do anything about that anymore. The expression on her face changed slightly. He asked, what is it? That's kind of sad, isn't it? Pomeroy responded. I know what you mean, but no, not to Pat. 
Meyer saw the look of joy quickly return to Pomeroy's face. She commented, Well, God bless Pat, and he does keep proving himself to be an accurate observer of human behavior. Meyer, Meyer agreed, whether in troubling moments or the happiest of times. They finished breakfast and strolled hand-in-hand to 23 Wall. Once entering the building, the hand-holding ended, but each one knew that, though their interactions had never been business-like in a typical sense, now the two would have a natural familiarity that neither gave any thought to trying to hide or disguise. They They were of one mind that this was now who they were. Pomeroy went into her office and began to sift through an assortment of items to be covered during the Monday morning meeting with the Alliance members who were in the office and then via telephone with others later. She couldn't imagine much that could derail her mood on this day. But when the telephone rang on her desk, a feeling of discomfort suddenly descended upon her. Odd, she thought. She picked up the receiver. It was a call from James Blackwell. The last time he called, it was a death Pomeroy reflected. She offered, good morning, James. How are you, Helen? She didn't like the tone of his voice and decided not to get into the weekend's happenings. I'm fine. And you? Her voice was cautious. He sighed. I have news. Yes. Our fears have been confirmed or at least taken a large, unfortunate step forward. Pomeroy grew anxious. What is it, James? It's hardly a shock, given what's been happening and what we've been discussing. He paused and then said, however, it's official. President Paul von Hindenburg appointed Adolf Hitler as chancellor. The morning's feelings of lightness evaporated, and a heavy weight descended upon her. She felt it in her stomach. Blackwell repeated, it's not exactly unexpected. Dear Lord, nothing will stop him Now, Pomeroy commented. I know, I share your fear, Blackwell replied with complete candor. In the bullpen area, Pastor Eric Meyer had been having a lighthearted conversation with Father Pat O'Reilly, but Meyer's gaze turned toward Pomeroy through the office window, and he saw a shadow descend upon her face. While still listening to his friend, Meyer's eyes met Pomeroy's, and he suddenly wanted to just hold the woman he loved the woman who was to become his wife. Well, there you have it. A chapter from Evil Triumphant, an Alliance of St. Michael novel. Um, I hope you'll support the Kickstarter campaign, seven exclusive novels from Ray Keating, limited release thrillers, mysteries, historical fiction, and a pinch of science fiction over at kickstarter.com. Again, it only runs through November 17th, 2023. Thanks for listening. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Um, Please check out my various other endeavors and books. And thanks so much, and God bless.